Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Who Money podcast. Today, I'm talking about something that's really heavy on my heart. You know how much I love my son. My son is my best friend. My son, he was born to remind me of what joy really is. My son is my everything, and I will do everything in my power to protect him. I moved to this school district because it's supposed to be one of the best in the county. And this is a very affluent area, and I do everything that I can to stay here and ensure that my son gets, you know, a great education. He is so intelligent. He's in the gifted class. He's so sweet and kind-hearted and always thinking about others. He's really empathetic and genuine and just all-around fun. He's also a manifesting generator with an emotional authority, just like me. And we both share that emotional roller coaster. So I totally get it. And I really understand where he where he's coming from, where he is with his emotions all the time. You know, and most of the time he's just such a happy kid. He's just happy all of the time. He's just so much fun to hang out with. You know, and it, it's just so mind-boggling to me that other people see these qualities as being weak. It's like our society thrives off of bullying. You know, we had a bully as a president for a short while, thankfully. And now we have one that can hardly form a sentence. I mean, this country's so messed up. And it's just so interesting to me that bullying is hardly spoken about in schools. They talk about other feelings and things like that when they have guidance, but they don't really talk a lot about bullying. And when they do, it's not really in depth and it's not really spoken about like it matters. And bullying has been running rampant in, I don't know, in society ever since society began, I think, you know, and no one's really doing anything about it. And it's really pissing me off. I mean, it's been that way since I was little and, you know, I was bullied all throughout school because of my appearance, the way I looked. No one took the time to get to know me because of the way I looked. They just teased me and made fun of me and bullied me and did mean things to me. And no one ever did anything to help me. It's like the aggressor is the one that's protected by all these privacy laws. It's just so fascinating because my son gets bullied a lot and it's because he's so kind. He's kind-hearted and he's smart. And unfortunately, all the good ones get picked on. And, you know, he loves school so much. He loves school. He gets upset with me if I make a doctor's appointment. I made a dentist appointment recently for him and like it was later, like a late morning. He was so upset. He's like, mommy, I don't want to miss school. Change the appointment. So I did. I made it for after school. (laughs) But... You know, I remember when I was little, I would have been like, please, please take me out of school. You know, I'll I'll be there all day. I don't care if we have to wait in the waiting room for two hours. You know, he's just, no, I want to go to school. And it's just fascinating because he is just 
tormented by kids and he he doesn't let it phase him. Last year, he had a bully that actually lives in my neighborhood. He was on his bus and he was also in his class last year. And the kid will remain nameless, even though I want to say his name, his parents' names, their home address, everything. I just want to put it all out there, but I'm not. This kid, he tortured my son for months and made him fear for his life every single day. And my son was so afraid to say anything to me or his dad or his grandparents, his teachers, anyone. He was so afraid because this kid told him, he told him he was going to bring a gun to school and shoot him if he said anything. This is how school shootings start, you guys. I mean, my son would get on the bus every single morning for months and was greeted by this kid threatening his life. Basically, the second he got on the bus, my son would get on first and then the next bus stop, this kid would get, actually the two bus stops over, the kid would get on. And immediately, he would either make like a, a gun shooting movement with his fingers and, you know, say something to him or just something stupid and something about harming him in some way every single morning. And then it went even further. This kid not only told him that he would kill him, he also pinched him. He pinched him all the time. He would pinch him so hard that my son had these tiny little bruises all over his arms and a little bit on his back. And I would ask him all the time about them. And he would just make up some excuse as to, you know, why he had them because he was too afraid to tell me. Too afraid. And once a week he has swim lessons. So he would sit with me on the chair. It was like a big chair in the, in the swim place and we would just be sitting there waiting for his class to start and I would notice these little bruises on I'm like what what happened to you where did you get this these are weird you know like how do you get these little marks and they were like not in like a pattern like you would think it would be like oh we bumped into some and I was constantly saying what I don't understand how you get these things and he's like oh I bumped into something or I fell in gym or you know whatever the reason that he was giving me and I was like okay because you know why would he lie to me well, because someone was telling him he was going to shoot him. That's why. He also told me that this kid would corner him, like in the classroom or in their specials, and he would corner him and just start pinching him and just pinch him for no reason. He would just pinch him just because I guess he thought it was funny. He got off on it. I don't know. I really don't know. But, you know, I really don't know what goes through the minds of these people that do these things. Like, this is how school shootings start and serial killers are born, I swear. And I've been saying this for a long time. And it's just like festering within me and I, I can't not talk about it anymore. This kid even made up songs. He would make up songs about shooting him and killing him and murdering him and all these different things. And then he would sing them to him. It just blows my mind. Do you know how this finally all came to my attention? Because this kid, he said something to my son in class. They happened to be sitting together in a group at a table doing a project in class. And they were sitting next to each other. And this kid said something to my son. And my son replied, I'm going to kill you. And the teacher overhears that. 
but for months doesn't notice any other bullying or pinching or saying anything, nothing, nothing. But she hears this. So guess who gets in trouble? My son. So he gets sent down to the office. And then once they started questioning him about why he said that, everything started to come out. And not everything. He told a little bit about this guy, this kid, who was bothering him and saying mean things to him. So then the school calls me to say that my son got in trouble. I'm like, who, my son? My son doesn't get in trouble. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, oh, my God. So they tell me what happened and how he said that. And I said, okay, that is not like him. He does not say things like that. I don't understand where that even came from. So when he got home that day, he got off the bus. I questioned him about what happened. And... We talked for hours that day, hours. And he was telling me every little thing that this kid did to him in the past months and how afraid he was. And then I was crying because I couldn't believe that my son was being tortured and he was silently suffering and afraid for his life every single day in the place that he loved them. Like he loved, he loves school. He loves it so much. And yet he still loved it, even though this kid was threatening his life. I don't even understand how, like he just pushed it down and pushed it down and pushed it down so that so far down, I just can't. Like it's, it's still mind boggling to me. And while we were talking, I was recording a video of our conversation. And I would do little videos, like of a a couple of minutes each of just our conversation. So I would have these little, you know, sound bites of the actual story of what actually happened. And, you know, I just was like more shocked and more shocked and more shocked. And then mama bear was coming out, you know, and all I wanted to do was go down to that kid's house and, you know, bang on the door and be like, what is wrong with you? You know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So then I contacted my son's father and we had a whole conversation about it. And we went to battle with the school over it. And the schools like to keep everything quiet and handle things internally. And they just want you to go away. And all they say is they're handling it. They're handling it. We can't give you any information. We're handling it. And, you know, as a mom, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear we're handling it. Sorry, we can't tell you anything. I mean, do you want to hear that? Like, where does that leave you? It leaves you nowhere. It leaves you feeling helpless. You know, and all we want is to just be assured that this kid's not going to bother him at school anymore. Just keep him away from him. We asked if maybe they could change classes or something, you know, some type of solution where they're just not near each other. And all they did was say that they won't sit near each other in class and they'll make sure that they're not near each other. And that was kind of the end of it. And they didn't really go any further as far as we know, because, you know, they couldn't tell us anything. And we know that parents were spoken to and that was it. And they wouldn't tell us anything. And all we wanted to know was that our son was not going to fear for his life every single day when he goes to school. It's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating as a parent just trying to get some answers and they just don't tell you anything. We're handling it. 
okay, well, what do I do with that? So every single day I had to ask him, was this kid near you? Is he still near you on the bus? What's going on? Where are you sitting? Where is he? Every day, just to make sure that he's not near him. And then one day they switched something around with their lunch line. And it turned out that the way that they had them in the line, even though they were separated in the line, but the way that they ended up at the table, they ended up sitting across from each other. (laughs) And no one did anything. And my son didn't even tell me. He didn't tell until one day he was talking about something that happened at lunch with him, that this kid started something with him. And like, why is he sitting near you? You know, and that's how I found out about it. I'm like, dude, I need to know these things. And we were just battling with the school for that the rest of that school year it was for last year it was just this battle it was stupid and ridiculous you should not have to fear for your life going to school in elementary school no less there's just so much going on in this country with school shootings and bullies and and now serial killers and all of these things like now like everywhere you look now there's a a special on Netflix or somewhere about a serial killer. And there's even now entire channels that are created to talk about all of these murders and things surrounding serial killers. This is how serial killers are created because nothing is done. Nothing is done. Nothing is done to address these mental illness issues within these children. So they grow up with problems and no one's helping them. Why is no one helping them? Or at least trying. Like put them in therapy, do something, get a support group, something. I don't even know. Just do something as a parent. Do something for your child. Pay attention to them. Maybe give them a hug. I don't know. Just it's, it's crazy. It just always feels like they're trying to protect the bully and could care less about the victim, you know, because of their response. They're they're probably doing something internally, but they can't tell us what it is. So it makes us as parents just say, well, you know, do they not give a crap about us? Like what, like, what are they doing to protect the victim? And I think it all stems from the box, you know, in public school, actually in the world, really, people just need to fit in the box. I hate this box. Burn the box. We do not need to fit in the box. There should be no box. We are all individuals. All of us. Every single one of us on the planet is an individual. We all have our own fingerprints. We're all individuals. We all are completely different. Even our human design tells us what our purpose is. We are born for a specific reason. Our human design even tells us that we, three months before we're even born, Our purpose is implanted into our soul. Everyone is here for a reason. There should be no box. Everyone should just be who they are. Love yourself. And that's it. And the world would just be such an amazing place. And right now it's just filled with trauma and hatred and suicide and mental illness and all these issues. And I honestly think it is because of those Joneses. It's the Joneses, I swear. Because we're all comparing one another and we all feel less than. We all feel like we're not good enough. And then this gets into our children's heads because they're feeling the same thing. But they're suffering in silence because they don't even know to say something. And this is scary. You know, if you don't fit in the box, it's okay to be tortured. Is that is that the message that they're trying to send? You know, because that's what it feels like. 
And my son is always so afraid to get in trouble at school. So afraid to get in trouble. You know what? It's okay to stand up for yourself. I tell him all the time, stand up for yourself. It's okay. You're standing up for you. You need to advocate for yourself because who else is going to do it? If I'm not there, you have to do it for yourself, right? You need to stand up for yourself. Speak up. These kids just put so much fear into each other and then they just live in fear and shame and then they grow up feeling this way. This is why everyone needs therapy. This is why everyone's depressed and just has their faces in their phones and no one talks to anyone anymore. Like there's no communication or social anything anymore. It's so sad. And now my son's in fifth grade and he somehow still absolutely loves school. He loves it. He loves it so much. He loves to learn. He loves taking tests. I mean, he loves studying. He loves all of it, except for PE. He does not like PE, (laughs) but art. Art is his most favorite. He loves STEM and music and just creating things. He's, he just, I don't know. He, he has the best stories about what he did at school. But there's always a story about so-and-so pushed me into the slide or something happens on the playground during recess or someone was mean to me or like it's always that. There was even a kid that kicked him down the slide because he, t- he told him he was taking too long to go down the slide. Like, really? Oh, my God. I have no idea how he still loves going there. I really don't. I'm just glad that he does. But another incident just happened. Just happened. This happened last week. So he's been sitting on the bus with someone that he actually used to be friends with. They had playdates and they had gone to each other's birthday parties and such. And he's no longer friends with this person, but they're friendly at school. Like, you know, they say hello to each other. And that's basically the extent of their friendship now. Um, this kid is actually no longer allowed in my home because there was two times that this kid was at my house. The first time the kid was standing on my kitchen counter screaming and destroyed some of things, some of my son's toys, destroyed some of the, my things. And I mean, destroyed, destroyed. And I can't even imagine how this, how it was done with bare hands. Like I, I, don't even understand. And then the mom, this kid's mom, uh, had her kid write an apology note to us, which I thought was nice. So we gave the kid another chance, invited the kid back to the house, destroyed more things, destroyed even more things this time. And I tried calling the mom and the mom wouldn't answer the phone. Big surprise, right? drop this kid off at my house for a few hours and run away like amazing so finally the mom comes back and I explain what happened and she was so embarrassed it seemed and again another apology note was written so I said that's it no longer allowed in my house and you are no longer going to go to this person's house and that's it we're done (laughs) because this person's a psycho (laughs) So, oh my God. And the mom did tell me that they were having issues with their child and they uh, were having reservations about, you know, meds and things like that to try to regulate whatever chemical imbalance was going on in there and they were struggling. And that was, this all happened before COVID, all this stuff. And then after COVID, Like they still just, you know, they didn't hang out. That was it. They were 
done. So this past week, my son came home from school crying. He got off the bus and he was in tears. And his father had picked him up that day from the bus stop because it was his day. And the bus driver told him that there was an incident on the bus. So this kid that's not allowed back in my house went freaking crazy and out of nowhere attacked my son. Literally, out of nowhere, unprovoked, nothing. Like my son was just sitting there looking out the window and then this kid smashed his head into the bus window, hit him with their phone and punched him and was just attacking him. This kid, I swear, is freaking crazy. And my son did not want to hit back because he said he was afraid to get in trouble. Can you believe this? Can you believe this? We had another long conversation about defending yourself. (laughs) And side note, he is now finally learning jujitsu. Finally, I've been trying to get him to learn jujitsu for years. So he's actually loving it, thank God. And he's so into it and it's so empowering for him. And he's He's so excited about learning that, just as a side note. But of course, I immediately contacted the school, and I also contacted this kid's mother. Thankfully, I had this kid's mother a phone number saved in my phone. But of course, you know, she didn't answer the phone, so I left a voicemail. But anyway, so I received a call from the school, and of course, what did they say? We're handling it. So I questioned, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Will this kid be suspended? Will this kid be allowed back on the bus? We can't tell you because of privacy. Oh my God, why? Like, just say, this is what we're doing. Just, we're handling it. That's not a response. It's not a sufficient response, I swear. Like, it it just makes my blood boil. My son was attacked and you can't tell me if this kid is going to be around my son? How can I assure that my son will be safe at school? So I asked, what specifically are you doing to help my son stay safe at school? We're handling it. Really? So then I asked them to obtain video footage of the incident because thankfully nowadays all buses have cameras. So they got the video. And then, of course, guess what they told me? You can't see the video because of privacy of the other children. And if you want to see the video, we have to go to court and have it subpoenaed. That is seriously what they told me. I cannot see the video of my son getting attacked. Isn't that crazy? But do you know what they did do? They called the kids out of class, brought them down to the office, and said, okay, kids, we're going to watch the video of what happened on the bus now. Really? They did that. They did that without a parent being present. My son, he said, I don't want to watch the video. I don't want to relive that moment. And they said, okay, you don't have to watch the video. But they made that kid watch the video. And this is all I know because they won't let me see the video unless I go to court and have it subpoenaed. But this is what I know. I know that it started at school before the bus even left for the day. The kids were still getting on the bus and it happened almost immediately as soon as they sat down. She just like this this kid just went ballistic and started punching my son. My son was punched 20 times, 20, before the bus even left the curb. And then it continued on. Not one kid said a word. Not one kid tried to help him. No one tried to help him. Because all these kids are afraid of being bullied. 
all of them. Otherwise, if they weren't so afraid, they would have helped. Not one kid. Until finally, finally, someone said something to the bus driver. Oh, and that other bully, the one from last year? Yeah, he's still on the bus. And while all of this was happening, he went over to my son. My son told me that he did this. He went over to my son while my son was being attacked and crying and said, Hey, look at me. I want to watch you cry. And just smirked at him. Like, crazy. This kid is freaking crazy. And at the same time, my son's asking this other kid, why are you doing this to me? Stop it. What's going on? Why are you hitting me? I don't understand. I didn't do anything to you. And then this kid said, well, I was bored and I wanted to see your reaction. These are the kids that are growing up in our society today. This is scary. So now I am waiting again for the school to get back to me because they just take their time and they, I think they just try to make you go away, honestly. Like they don't, they just don't call back until you make like a big stink about it, which I did. I did. I went to many internal forces and got the uh, superintendent of schools involved and many other people. And I am now waiting for the principal of the school now to get back to me, who was supposed to have and has not yet. So by the time that this episode comes out, he should have called me back. (laughs) So I will keep you posted on what is going on. But I just needed to speak about this because I'm so upset and so angry and no one talks about bullying. It's like the same thing with money. No one talks about money. There's so many things that people just don't talk about and we need to, especially as moms. We need to help each other, help our kids through all of this. They are so confused about just life in general and they're learning and there's little and especially now my son next year is going into middle school god those are the worst years of your life I swear like those are the most awkward and just dysfunctional years of your life you know I don't want my son being stuffed in lockers you know I, I am going to do whatever I can to make sure that by the beginning of school next year, he is proficient in jujitsu, he's standing up for himself, and no one, no one is going to bother him. But uh, the schools, they just say, we're handling it, we're handling it, we're handling it. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, what are you doing to keep my son safe? I want you to answer that question for me, not we're handling it. Thanks for listening to me. If any of you moms out there have been in this type of situation or something similar, or even if you went through it yourself like I did, if you know of anything further that we can do to fix the situation or at least just help our kids one at a time, something to get in the schools to, you know, combat bullying, I mean, I don't know. Bullying is ignored, and that's why it's still a problem, because no one talks about it. Please contact me. You can get me always through my website, momswhomoney.com, you know, through social media, whatever. Just contact me. We all need to stand together to protect our kids. It all starts with us. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, 
please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.